0: Due to the overwhelming positive feedback we have received, our intro has changed. Welcome to the fucking Sea Bag Podcast. I'm Micah Jocelyn. and I'm Brian Dubin. Stand by for episode two, and we're live. What's up, everybody?
1: What's up, my dude? How hey, are man. you? And we're great. <laughs> I yeah. This part. <laughs> <laughs> it's how do you start?
0: How how do you start? acting like you just started talking to someone when you've been talking to them
1: every day. (laughs) I think that's one of the inspirations for what we're doing because all of these really kind of random conversations that we're having, we would have regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, um,
0: yeah, I agree with you. So we're going to get down to it. Um, We've had a lot of people, I say a lot of people. We've had a few people um, tell us that we need to talk a little bit more about us and and kind of our backgrounds. So we're going to try to do that. And and we're just going to start off with you, dude. Um, Go ahead and and give us some background and and tell us what the hell you've been doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Short and sweet. I'm Brian Dubin. I grew up in Port Angeles, Washington, the Pacific Northwest. Bigfoot country, beautiful mountains, and um, I left there in 2005. I joined the Marine Corps. Um, My first duty station was actually back in the Pacific Northwest for for a couple years, and then I transferred over to Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, where I met you. Um, Spent five years there, moved up to uh, um, Pennsylvania, now I am raising my little girl up here in the in the Poconos up in Pennsylvania. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How about you, dude? Fucking swamp donkey. <laughs>
0: go tigers. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> go tigers. Uh Coach O. Yeah. Um Yeah, man. Uh grew up in well, was born in the Baton Rouge area. Yeah. Metropolitan area. And I moved to <laughs> <laughs> everybody thinks that's like the swamp and it's not um i moved to houston at a young age and well, my dad was working out there <clears throat> and we moved out there and spent a few years uh spent a few years out there and then we uh we ended up in galveston texas for about a year and from there we moved back to baton rouge um, mm-hmm. for for whatever reason ended up back there and uh i grew up there and and um you know, the whole school thing and the one semester of college that I went to mm-hmm. happened there. Um and then I enlisted in oh eight. So uh, it's actually January seventh of oh eight. So you're you're a little bit ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And um I went straight from, you know, boot camp to infantry school and then to the unit um to at uh, at Camp Lejeune. And mm-hmm. and We're going to jump into it just a a shade, but um, we were in a, uh, both of us were in a infantry battalion um, and we deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan, short and sweet. That's where we were at. Um, And from there, I got out in 2012, just did four years, got out and and actually moved back to Baton Rouge, Um, needed to kind of mend the relationship with my family. Mm. And and, uh, that was a big... It was a big goal of mine to to do that, and kind of did that and now i live uh i left there I was working a job out there left there um after about seven years mm-hmm. and now i live in uh in Florida by the Ooh. beach and uh, yeah good so place to be quarantined kind of... yeah and and I think we can just kind of
1: we can just roll right into that yeah
0: yeah well done <laughs> thank you bro.
1: It's a transition <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, that's that's to be honest with you talking about, you know, what's going on is something like as far as the quarantine and the covid, as far as our daily conversations really hasn't come up too much. And, you know, it you're the probably only person on the planet that I talk to on a regular basis. That's like, you know, we haven't had this kind of long drawn out conversation on the covid on the quarantine what's going on you know the numbers and blah 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 in the news and i think that that both of us could could bring some sort of a a a goofy interpretation of what's going on and i believe that where we could provide some insight to each other and maybe to the listener would be on the subject of mental toughness and um so dude I, I do have a, a maybe just a question to spark some some conversation. Okay. Um, and it it really revolves around when you were a kid, and mm-hmm. what what role models did you have growing up, and and basically, if those people were alive um, today or, or or next to you today, and they saw you in a situation. And maybe heard you, maybe not whine, not complain, but what would they say? What would they? What advice would they give you to be this mentally tough person? Um,
0: that's a that's a difficult question to ask mm-hmm. to answer, but I had a lot of um, self motivated mental mental toughness as as a kid. Okay. Um, and and I think it stemmed from maybe a passion to enlist or a or a desire. You know, I I, I was that kid that mm-hmm. you know joined the the ROTC group, and and which is kind of a you, you're kind of like the weirdo almost sometimes because you're like you're not in the military, but you, you're like <laughs> playing the role. You know, yeah, you got the little suit on and all that stuff, and you're walking around all 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 big and tough. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was it was a little bit of self motivation. Um, because when you want to enlist in the military, especially do kind of what we wanted to do, like we wanted to go and be in combat. Mm -hmm. Like that was like the goal. And so if you're, if you want to do that, you're not typically the type of person that is sitting on the couch, you know, cramming Cheetos into your mouth. Mm -hmm. And if you are, that's fine. But most of the times you're, you know, you're out there running and, you know, Putting, putting war paint on you know as a kid and, yeah, yeah and that's kind of how i was and at an at an early age i was probably uh i was probably 12 or 13 mm-hmm. i met i met a guy uh, he lived in my neighborhood and he was a few a few years older than me mm-hmm. uh he he didn't know anything about the military but he he owned his own company he was he was four years older than me and the dude just wanted to work yeah and to, to this day that's all he cared about Mm -hmm. it was was his family Mm -hmm. and work and and he still owns a very very profitable uh and and inspiring company and -hmm. we'll leave him out of it just just since we don't know if he's cool with being on here but um and i saw his his drive and his motivation to embrace the grind Mm -hmm. and and i talked to him about that a lot growing up and he was kind of my mentor as as a younger younger guy and he just just that constant ability to continue going and working and working and working it was was a lot of my motivation on oh you know you kind of transfer that over to other other things in life and it's like okay well if if i was working a 10-hour day with him and he stuck with me you know, and I'm younger. Oh, you know, yeah. Less, less injured. You know, when the old man sticks with you, <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's time to pick up the pace on your end. So so that was kind of my uh, foundation of uh, of mental toughness. And I didn't really know anything about being mentally tough. I just was probably more an idiot than anything. Like, OK, like, I would get in my dad's car and I mapped out a marathon in my neighborhood. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, just on my own and, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, okay, run around the neighborhood 17 times, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a marathon. And I just, I did stuff like that as a kid just to embrace it and to see if I could do it. Yeah. You know, then you can't walk for two days. And and then, (laughs) you know, so that was kind of my background and, and, uh And I just kind of reverse the question and asked you kind of the same thing
1: yeah i mean the the earliest the earliest uh, that I can remember kind of being checked with with mentally tough and and to kind of suck it up, buttercup, get after it when I was a, when I was a kid, and still as an adult, you know i was it was a huge John Wayne fan, and so were you yes. um <laughs> you know thats that's what I grew up watching and when i was young and i couldn't have been more than seven or eight um i was pushing a wheelbarrow up a hill for my mom and (laughs) it was full of dirt (laughs) or whatever and i'm 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 a little kid and this this hill i remember the hill being super steep and i'm trying to shove this 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 wheelbarrow (coughs) up the hill and i'm not gonna lie to you about halfway up i quit (laughs) (laughs) and my mom was standing next to me and she goes what would you do if john wayne was standing right here i bet you i bet you i bet you would get that wheelbarrow up the hill (laughs) and and i remember being so mad that she called me out on it and like shoving this thing (laughs) up the hill and you know i remember throughout difficult Physical situations that I was presented with in the military, of just this this mindset that clicked when I was a little kid. Of, of it didn't matter what I was doing. I just thought in my head, what would I do if the Duke was standing right here? It'd <laughs> 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 be like, yeah. oh, oh, where well, my feet hurt. would yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be sitting there, and be like, <laughs> you're a yeah. bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that's. <laughs> That's funny as shit. First of all, and yeah. I, I, I second that notion um, <laughs> about the dude. You know, uh, my whole family grew up watching John Wayne, and, yeah. but I think um, I think a, a big one for me also uh, is I was terrified for someone to think that I couldn't handle it. Oh yeah, and yeah. and then from that came experience in life and then it became myself saying oh can you handle this or can't you so Mm -hmm. it it went from me thinking about what other people thought and that's a big thing that I'd, I'd also like to talk about is is about what other people thought and about what you force yourself to think um in the reverse of that it's like oh Micah can can you handle this and, and I went on a, I give an example. I went on a run um, mm-hmm. and I live a, a few miles from the beach. And what I do is I'll, I'll drive my truck and I run away from my vehicle. Yeah. So I parked my truck in a, a you know, grocery store or whatever, and I'll run towards the beach where well, the beach will go forever. You know, mm-hmm. you're never going to get to a stopping point and or a turnaround point. And so I, I run away from my vehicle mm-hmm. and, and I, consistently you know it's probably 10 minutes after i start running i'm like mm, i'm a mm-hmm. mile and a half in you know that's the total of three miles
1: i can turn around right now
0: <laughs> i can turn around right now Yep. you know and 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 i i make sure i run over this big bridge mm-hmm. so on the way back that's the last thing i have to do which is really hard to run up to this big bridge and and it's and it's things like that you know You get to the point where you've been running for 40 minutes and you're like, (laughs) I got to run all the way back. And, you know, you run eight, 10 miles, but it's, it's your brain telling you keep going because it's going to get harder and that's going to be better for you. And you're going to gain something out of that. Because if you were to turn around at 10 minutes, you get back to the truck and be like, well, yeah, you suck. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you just failed yourself. So some of those types of things is what I think about myself and kind of that, that whole phrase of being terrified to be average. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be average. And it's not that being average is a bad thing. It's that I don't want to be weak minded and weak and physically weak and but it all comes from being mentally strong and mentally tough. Well, so, being,
1: being afraid to be average, isn't a condescending thing. And it's not like you're beating your chest or, or being your, your own ego. You want to be, you're, you're looking at it as a individual standpoint is, is I know, I know right. my limitations and I know what I'm doing, but I just don't want to be my average runtime. I just don't want to be, I just right. don't want to be my average, you know, pull-ups. I don't want to be, you know, my own standard for average in business or school. So constantly trying to smash, cause you know what your average is, <clears throat> you okay. know, that
0: smashing PRs. You, every yeah. Day. You want to, you
1: want to do constantly wake up and do better, but bringing it right. back around to this whole COVID thing and the quarantine and all the other stuff that's going on right now, <clears throat> thinking back and remembering the times that you overcame and that you persevered through a hardship because the one thing that we have in common as human beings is we have all encountered something encountered something that was the hardest thing we've ever done right that's a it doesn't matter what it is the hardest thing you could have ever done was i don't know beat cancer or you could have you know when your grandpa died or you know you went through this I don't know history class in in high school that it had yeah. been the hardest thing you've ever done. And, right. and, and, you know, people could argue about the magnitude or whatever, but it's all based on perception. And so right. all you're doing at this time is, when you're going through these difficult times, like the quarantine, you'd be able to think back and be like, Holy, this, this might be the hardest thing you've ever faced. You know, the, the biggest adversity. Yeah. And sh-
0: being able to or, or having to sit at your house for you know weeks on mm-hmm. end and find things to do mm-hmm. and and I think that jumps us right into physical physical training and forcing yourself to do something that you don't necessarily want to do mm-hmm. but also being very open to new things yes and and if we're going to talk about this this COVID stuff. I actually, I don't even want to necessarily talk about it, but the the state that this country and the world is in right now, no gyms are open, mm. you know, or very few at, at the least. Um, and you're not able to go and do your normal routine to, to stay physically fit. And this time is the best time to work on your mental toughness oh yeah this there's no better time here and now is the best time uh scenario wise to 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 re-evaluate what you do every day mm-hmm. do you drink too much alcohol if you do you're gonna find out real quick because when they say we're shutting liquor stores down <laughs> and you go buy seven cases of miller Lite, <laughs> eh, well, you well may, yeah maybe we drink too much okay and we I think we should be using that as ammunition to, because I'm I'm guilty of it too. Oh yeah,
1: and and and, and and not to mention in our most recent intro, yes, that was a beer cracking, (laughs) and and let's just kind of. It wasn't a Coca Cola. It was a bush. Yeah, that was not a Coke. That was a bush light, and and just to touch on that, because I don't I know that there's some people be like, what was that noise? what are these two idiots doing um but it it it, it so reminded me of 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 the time being a little kid where you you know you go to the movie theater and before you hit the movie theater (laughs) you went to the soda machine next door and got a pop that you know the generic brand that only cost a quarter and then you'd stick it in your pants and then you know, you get into the the, the theater, and there's nobody that has you know pull tab pop in inside there, and so right. you're everybody's yeah, got a straw. It's quiet right before the movie starts, and just psh, <laughs> everybody turns <laughs> around like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah,
0: but anyways, we from that, mm-hmm. you know, just focusing on everything that we're doing right now, and not being. Um, not judging other people about what they're doing oh, no. because it doesn't matter, you know? And I, that's a big thing I struggle with even to this day is, is uh, is like, Oh, you're, you're not changing mm-hmm. with this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. You're not reevaluating what you're doing. You're not learning, you know, better ways to go, to go work out and this, that, and the other. I should stop worrying about them and I should worry only about myself um, and not in a selfish way, but you know, judging others for not bettering themselves is not the right way
1: to go about it. Hell no. Um, That's there's been so much judgment passed so far uh, on everybody. And that was actually the next note that I had that was of of stuff to talk about. And, and we as human beings, um, our evolution, our change over time has been, you know, shaped and evolved to pay attention two negative things, because this could save your life. Hey, don't touch that snake. And then when you walk down the path, and you look at somebody and you say, there's a snake over there, that's a that's a negative thing. And your brain goes, Oh, I need to really pay attention to that. And I need to communicate that to save other people. That's a negative thing with a positive outcome, You're, you're helping somebody. Now, instead of actually having to write a letter, go over to somebody's house within the past, you know, 150 years, we, we, we go from the telegram to the, the, the phone to the pony express to trains and then planes and eventually computers, internet, cell phone. And right now we have this little stupid device that you're able to report, record an entire podcast on broadcast it to the world and then hop on social media and communicate with everybody. Yeah. And so, with everybody's focus <clears throat> on the negative aspects of the COVID and any part of their lives, you're able to just kind of broadcast that and being mentally tough to be cognizant of that and saying, okay, I can't control everybody else and I can't pass these judgments, but what I can do is manage myself. And from that,
0: you're managing yourself and hopefully. This show will help manage other people and say, "Hey, look, we care about you know the few listeners that we have had. We care about you guys and the people that we don't know. We're trying to 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 say, look, we're talking about mental toughness right now. We're trying to spread the message. We we under, you and I understand this, but you and I still have to check each other." And we're trying to be that, you know, a little bit of an advocate here to the listeners out there that may be struggling mm-hmm. with getting up in the morning and struggling with, you know, figuring out a way to work out and, and to, you know, to go, uh, you know, above and beyond your daily personal mm-hmm. record and better yourself. Yeah. Let's Let's go straight into a few things that, you don't have mm-hmm. anymore you personally don't mm-hmm. have anymore as in the ability to access mm-hmm. a gym and some of the things that you've done to compensate for that by having to be at home what do you what have you done now in the past few weeks um in different than you know what you've done
1: when you had everything. Oh, okay well one of the since we're kind of on the <clears throat> excuse me since we're kind of on the 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 workout kick and the physical activities kick and and it's kind of a a topic that we've been hammering and and this is a good example you know being being stuck at home and i'm kind of talking to the parents out there this is this is the time to really hammer down a good example for your kids and that's the way that i took it as with with my daughter is you know I, i can't go to the gym anymore And, but what I can do is start to show my daughter how to, you know, get a workout in at home and, and, and and more or less leading by example of, of, you know, not forcing her to work out, but like, Hey, daddy needs to go exercise. I'm going to, I'm going to go out there. And a vast majority of the time she's like, I want to come too. And so, you know, how do you work out with a seven-year-old? Well, you, you, you make it a game. (laughs) You know, I've got a I got a pull-up right. bar that 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 you and I would both recognize as being deployment gym-ish. It's just two by fours, tacked <laughs> to the side of my deck with with a with a with a stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and you know, using some getting creative and using some spare car parts. And I realize that people might not have all this stuff generically, but you just put you're just throwing together what you can to make do with what you got and you know, bringing her out there and and maybe holding her up on the pull-up bar and getting some overhead shoulder presses in while she does pull-ups. You go do that and you'll burn your shoulders out quick. But on the other hand, um, you know, she's doing this online schoolwork and there's requirements in there for PE. Well, you know, if she's, if they're not motivating themselves to do it, well, that's when you got to step in and be like, Hey, you know, We're gonna do these trunk twists and and jumping jacks, and we're gonna do all this stuff together. And by going through, you know, it's it's hard for it was hard for her, but being alongside them, you know, every step of the way, and encouraging them, and you're building this this bond for one, and you're showing them, hey, you know, life's gonna suck sometimes, and stuff's gonna hurt, but we're gonna go ahead and start building this resilience now together. Right.
0: Well, and you don't have to be seven years old to start building mm -hmm, that resilience. mm -hmm. You can be 37. Absolutely. And, and start. Well, that's where
1: it helps me too, because, you know, I'm, I'm 33 and, you know, I'm, I'm working on my mental toughness as a parent because, you know, while all this crap's going on in the world and my mind, you know, shifts between the, the, the negativity that that's going on. And all of the bad news that's out there, well, I can't control, I can't control any of that. And so being mentally tough enough to, to compartmentalize what's going on and then putting the focus on my children, you know, that's, that's, that's the, that's where the mentally tough exercise comes in for me. And then also at the same time, trying to make a game out of it. So you're, you're kind of, you're not sheltering them from what's going on, but you're, you're more or less distracting them
0: <laughs> well and you're and you're saying hey this is not yeah. a problem and it's kind of the the no factor mm-hmm. mentality like oh okay can't go to the gym mm-hmm. not an issue i'll do this at no. home okay and, yeah now if you're uh if you're a professional bodybuilder yeah. you know and or and you don't have a home gym yeah maybe mm-hmm. maybe an issue but let's let's be honest with you we're not talking about competition level stuff right here. We're talking about mental toughness. And when you, when the gym is not available and you know, and mental toughness has a lot to do with the way you just Mm -hmm. live your life because you don't have to even talk about working out to talk about mental toughness. And what, what your examples of, of, teaching your daughter. Of of course, that's going to trump anything that I talk about because I I don't have I don't have children, no kids, you know, never married type thing. So I've never experienced that um, that teaching aspect of this, which is, I think, really important. And a lot of people do it that I've seen on YouTube. They're they're doing their own shows and stuff like that but you're right i haven't seen a whole lot of people and of course i you know i haven't looked very hard either but teaching your children that hey this is this is what's going on we're not going to worry about what's going on anywhere else we're going to continue to better ourselves because that's what we have to do as mm-hmm. humans to continue to survive and you know the mental toughness aspect of it is stems from the first thing you mm-hmm. do in the morning you know do you smash the snooze button
1: <laughs> you know like when you called and, this morning yeah, yes that,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well because and and of course for for those that don't know we're you know we're an hour in different times so so that's even fucking yeah <laughs> you get to wake up early <laughs> you're an hour ahead yeah, well you're an hour ahead and i can yeah you first and Big i was like, wiener. yeah you know 6 a.m like yeah uh, i'm I'm ahead of the game um and i and it's funny because i i you know we both thrive on stuff like that but um you know calling you and saying hey you know what's the plan it's like all right and yeah. you should it.
1: probably wake up you and lazy so, sack of shit
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and but are you smashing mm-hmm. the snooze button but but that's the thing you you have to want mm-hmm. to be better you can't just oh i'm going to be ment- more mentally tough it's not how it works you have to put in mm-hmm. effort and you know when you get home from work you know what the most of the times the first thing i do when i get home <laughs> from work i cook, i grab dinner and crush yeah. a beer that's that's what i do most of the times after i finish my mm-hmm. my dinner i'll yeah. go work out you know so you know having a beer you know whatever it, as as um as terrible as that sounds to maybe the normal people, that's just yeah. normal for me. But but forcing yourself to oh, you just work eight to ten hours, and you, you may be drained. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, you know, some people have harder jobs uh, than others. I personally think jobs where you're sitting down at a mm-hmm. at a desk, you're staring at a computer and 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 accounting and you know stuff like that that would be way harder oh, for me. Absolutely, than a job. You know, so when, but when I get home from work and I've been wrenching on motorcycles all day long, I'm stoked. Yeah. And, but, but the first thing that comes to my mind when I get home, if I didn't work out in the morning, is you better not get uh, too mm-hmm. lazy because you're going to turn Netflix on and you're going to have one beer and that's going to mm-hmm. turn into three. And, you know, and then I get to the point where I'm thinking that I'm like, you know what? I don't even need to eat. We'll, we'll wait, we'll wait Uh for dinner and we're going to, we're going to work out right now. And, and it kind of goes, it's like this big, huge snowball Mm -hmm. and you start doing one thing and it snowballs into more things and more things. You wake up early and you have that good. Oh, yes. You know, and, and, and it, 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 kind of forces your body to okay well we're not going to turn the tv on you know maybe pick up a book do some reading do some school work you know whatever and it that mental toughness snowballs into bigger and better things and i think that's what kind of snowballed us into doing yeah, this show absolutely is you know is that that never quit we're gonna do this we're gonna make it happen and we're gonna get the message mm-hmm. out to the, the audience that we're looking for. Well,
1: yeah, and, and the other part of, of 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 what we're doing is to kind of even explain some of our our failures because a lot of people tout, you know, their their successes and it gets blasted on 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 Facebook and on you know, whatever social media, YouTube, hey look at me, I'm I'm overcoming this and I'm and I'm doing that. And you sent me an awesome An awesome fucking quote yesterday just through a text message and 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 i quote everyone wants to be forgiven for being undisciplined and that and that and that smacked me in the face so hard because it's like you're right and and you know you you do something you you crush 10 beers and then you know you know you're fucked up and 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 you know going to bed and, and you've been you know, you wake up in the morning with a hangover and you don't get after it and you feel like shit and you're moving, you're moving like yes. a slug and in the back of, at least in the back of my mind, uh, during these times of undiscipline, I'm like, God, I'm a piece of shit. And you kind of beat yourself yeah. up mentally <laughs> over a period of time. And then yeah. it's, and then you can kind of, maybe in a day you, you get back on your, your, your program on your, in your routine. And You know, you kind of got to tell somebody. So give me, give me, can you give me an example of your nasty, disgusting, undisciplined behavior without going too Um, (laughs) fast?
0: Well, and and back up just a second, you know, that was when I when I kind of came up with that little quote, it was just a shot in the dark when I was actually talking to a a friend Mm -hmm. of ours. And it just came up and, and I can, but I thought the the reason it came up is because I thought about myself and the actions that I had done that were quote unquote, undisciplined Mm -hmm. actions. And when I said that to our friend over the phone, I was referencing myself. Yep. Because my my last job, I, you know, I lived in in Baton Rouge, and I lived seven minutes from my from my work. I think it was right at seven. If I left at the right time and missed the traffic, it was like seven minutes. You think to yourself, how could you ever show up late if you live seven yeah, minutes away? Exactly. And and I moved to that area so I would be close to work. And and I thought to myself. How many times I had shown up late to yeah. work from there, and walked in and completely <laughs> lied about why I was late, one hundred percent lied. And and it's funny because everyone that's there knows yeah, you're lying, you're full of shit. You know, you you can see it on yeah. your face. So I I encourage you to stop lying. To those of you that do it still, because I yeah. had to give it up, you know, because my friends called me out, right? yeah. but you know. But but I was I was begging for forgiveness and what i mean begging like walk up to the you know and i was a in charge of a a certain department so i didn't exactly have a -hmm. boss and my boss was one of the owners and but what's even worse is when i had guys that were under me and i had to beg for forgiveness (laughs) to the to the lower Mm guys and that and like hey i'm I'm sorry, I'm, I'm running late. Um, my, my
1: truck,
0: <laughs> you know, whatever. And, and dude, and every time I would do that, you know, and it, of course it didn't happen super often or anything, but whenever it did happen, you know, have, have a, a late night with the, with the boys or, or, you know, whatever reason you were late. And that's kind of my example of, of me being a, a slimy yeah, slug, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and not and not getting after it and and begging for forgiveness for my fucking undisciplined worth. Yes. Self. yes. <laughs> and as critical as that sounds, it's the damn yep. truth, you know, and, and in, you know, me and you talk about it a lot. And we get that little that that deep monitor. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 I complain mm-hmm. to you. Or, or you complain to me or you call me and you know that I'm not yeah. awake. <laughs> and you're like, you know, and we both do it. Oh, what did you crush too many <laughs> beers last night? Or are you, Oh, you're tired. Hmm. And, and so that's my example yeah. of it is not explaining, not, not asking for forgiveness from my bosses, but asking forgiveness from my mm-hmm. peers when i'm when I'm the the big mm-hmm. dog and I'm supposed to be the responsible one, and I'm falling short because I'm not being disciplined, and it's okay to have five or six beers. It's okay to have a hundred beers for for all yeah. I care. If you maintain that path and if you maintain that that disciplined state of mind, you're not going to have a hundred beers <laughs> if you can maintain you know if you can have a few beers or a glass of wine with your wife or girlfriend or whatever, hey that we're not trying to yeah. say that. But when you, when you slip and then you, and then you go to your destination for that mm-hmm. day and beg and plead, that's, that's what I was getting yeah. at. And that's how, that's how bad it is. Um, that's what it makes me feel like just a worthless, <laughs> worthless scum, you know? So what about you? Dude? What's, what's an example of, Uh,
1: so I, of, I, of many, I you know, during the last podcast, um, you know, I went to, I went to college, uh, a place of higher education, um, as a non-traditional student. And there was a class that I took there, uh, this, this introduction to statistics and math, weirdly enough, I wish it was, but it is not my strong point. I mean, you know, it's just not something that just naturally clicks in my brain, but this professor during the first, the first, um, Five minutes of him being in the room, looked at the class and said, 80% of you will not pass. (laughs) And my ego kicked in hard and in my brain, I'm like, oh, motherfucker, really? Oh, let's let's go ahead and party because I I don't care. I'm not I'm not dropping down to take a level of math that um, and then eventually have to take this class anyways. You know, I'm not going to go backwards and waste a semester. I'm doing this in one shot. Fuck you. I'm going to pass. And so, you know, <laughs> jumping on this bandwagon and I'm like, and I'm studying like a, like a motherfucker, you know, just trying to understand the concepts, which were really tough for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay in the class, you know, A's and B's. Well, <clears throat> this third test and the way that this class, B, B's are real. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyhow, I was, you know, <laughs> trying to be a rock star, whatever. Anyways, this this the way this class was structured were, were the tests the tests you know the homework wasn't weighted for shit and the tests were what really mattered and i agreed with that i'm like yeah you should have this is a performance based class and and you should be able to be able to you know perform on the tests so this you know i i i rocked the first couple and then this third test came along and i i don't know what was going on in my life maybe i was just being just a a wimp about it but I did not study. I got wrapped up in life. Maybe I was, you know, you know, either having a problem with, with whatever personally in my life, but I didn't study. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do my due diligence in this class and I go in and, and, and have this false sense of, of ability to just kind of pull it out of my ass and, yeah, yeah i got this. this whatever and and then bang a big old fat d and it dropped and it just nice. drops my gpa and it punched me in the gut so hard and i was like uh, if i would have just simply dug my heels in and stopped you know worrying about all of the stupid shit that was going on maybe yeah. i would have gotten this and even the even the professor asked me hey what what happened? (laughs) And you're like, well, (laughs) what are you doing? But I gave him (laughs) an honest answer. I go, look, man, I, you know, I, I didn't lie. I didn't be like, Oh, no, 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 no. I just looked him straight in the face and be like, look, man, I didn't, I didn't put in my time. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do right by you. And it's nothing, it's nothing on you. It's all on me because I didn't spend, I didn't spend the time to get the concepts. I didn't go, go get the help. That was offered to me for free in the student services by somebody that understands this and and get clarification and get direction and get advice and, and 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 and, you know, do do what I needed to do to succeed because I was just being an undisciplined fuck. Yeah, so
0: well, and it it's easier to and I, I think a lot of people I know I thought it was harder to say it like that when I was, you know, maybe in. In my youth, in my twenties, even up to my late twenties, mm-hmm. and and to this day, I I used to struggle with to, until now in recent years, I used to struggle with being able to mm-hmm. say that. Oh yeah, and and I found out that I'm a dumbass, and it's actually very easy to yeah. say that, and people respect you even yep. more when you're like, dude, I I I went out and had a bunch of beers. And I didn't study yep. at all. And, and and the people that come off cocky and arrogant, like, oh, I was all fucked up. No, that's what I was talking about. But when when you say that, people are like, damn, he owned that. Yeah. And, he's, and he's probably not going to do that again. And most professors or, or teachers or, or instructors have more respect for that, or humans in general, have more respect for that than lying through your teeth because nine times out of ten, Yeah, (laughs) you know oh really you went from a's to to d's no you you have an issue here
1: there's a problem Uh, you know
0: (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah man that's that's uh that's huge and that's more of an academic side of it which you've been through more you know more college than i have well
1: let's not get too crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) Bachelor degree. No, I mean, associate's degree. degree. Yes. Yep. Them. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a, a, a technician degree, yeah. you know, so I, I have nothing more <laughs> than that. But you know, tech school. But yeah, I mean, it, it all boils down to do you want it bad mm-hmm. enough? And if you want it bad enough, you're going to do it. But it's those things that we don't necessarily want that we need to be mentally tough about. Do, do you need to do this chore? Do you need to pay this bill? Do you need to do this certain thing that you really don't want to do right now? You all you want to do is get home from work, all oh, that couch, that lazy boy uh, recliner, huh? and I'm gonna and I'm gonna sink my hips into it and pull the lever, and my feet are gonna shoot up, and I'm gonna have that cold, uh,
1: or or and, whatever and your I'm, poison I'm, is.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have that nice milkshake, you know, that ice uh-huh. cream. And I'm just gonna take five minutes. Yeah. And that five minutes could only be five mm-hmm. minutes. And then you get up and get after it afterwards. But most of the times it's no yeah. For me. <laughs> for me. It's it's uh no the uh the sons of Katie Elder yeah, yeah. on TV. You know a like, bag of potato <laughs> chips. Hey buddy. Yeah, yeah. So so that I think, and, you know, to kind of rope it back around.
1: Well, this is all we, a really good example. Sorry to cut you off, but I wanted to hit this no, real quick. It was, um, you know, that, that, that bag of potato chips, that couch, all of these things fall onto, especially during times like this, fall into like a control aspect of, you know, the world, the yeah. world is, is, is in chaos and out of control. And, and you can see that on the news mm-hmm. And you can see that in social media, but that doesn't have to be in your home that doesn't have to be mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be in your life right now because what you do have control over is the next ten minutes and i and I yeah. know that you know both of us have encountered some pretty stressful times in the military, and you get taught yeah. that from day one in boot camp of at least I I can, I I remember my brain flopping over to, you know, my mom, you know, basically inspiring me with the Duke of, of, you know, the the next (laughs) 10 minutes, I'm going to shove this wheelbarrow to the top of the hill, whatever happens, I don't, I don't, I don't care how or what or any of that stuff. It's just grabbing that grit and going. And you can take that same application here, because I find myself on a lot of days during, you know, being quarantined, being cooped up at home, and I'll sit down just like you sit on the couch, and five turn five minutes turns into fifteen, and then I'm trying, and it's and it's hard. It is very hard sometimes for me to flip that switch and being like, okay, uh, what is a really stupid project around here that I've been putting off? You know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go pull the rocks out of my front yard and build a little rock wall somewhere just because those rocks need to move. I'm gonna yeah. go out there and and, yeah. and and I realize everybody doesn't have this this opportunity. Maybe you live in an apartment or wherever, but there is always something that you can do to improve your position. Maybe maybe your well, junk drawers and your kitchens are too full.
0: <laughs> or let's or let's really get let's really get crazy with it. How about you pick up the fucking phone yeah. and call some people that you care about? Yeah, yeah, there you go. How about how about let's mend those relationships? from the guys in the military or your family or your friends that you've been, uh, oh yeah, I don't have time. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you, you're trying to tell me you have to stay home 24 hours a day and you don't have time for anything. Yeah. And you're still sleeping 10, 12 hours a day. Yeah. The, this is that time that you can. And I've said, we, we have said it a thousand times to each other mainly, but on the show, that that old buddy system that you had in the military Mm -hmm. or your your old teammates you know everyone talks about oh what high school did you go to and what you know did you play on the football team type thing well how many of you still talk to those guys yeah and if you do hey that's great that's all and i i commend you Mm -hmm. but if you don't maybe maybe you should look in the mirror yeah because i know i had to look in the mirror and and bite down on the bit and call my old buddies hey man you know, what's I, I just wanted to say, hey, this is a perfect time for that, and that's and that's swallowing your pride, and
1: and maybe yeah. not even mending the relationships, maybe just maybe just trying to further them. I, I you know I, I yeah. sat on, and it was one of the coolest things that I had done in a long time. As I sat with all this technology we have, we have the ability to you know FaceTime, Zoom meeting, podcast, whatever. But I sat in a in a Zoom meeting with with all of the members of my family. And it's, it, I mean, it's like the goddamn Brady Bunch. There's, 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 there's <laughs> 10 screens going at once. Oh, believe me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got a monstrous family too, but yeah. everybody's sitting there and it's like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? And we're spread across the country, like a shotgun blast, but yeah. you know, and just seeing everybody's face and seeing the, the, the other people. And I know I don't, I, I haven't been keeping up with them all as, as much as I should, And, but it was such a great time to, to have that, you know, I was looking for the forgiveness for being undisciplined, you know, but just being able to sit there and be like, Hey, you know, what's up? Let me, you know, where are you at in life? Are you working? Is everybody working? You know, you're not working. yeah What's new. And the cutting up and the joking and stuff. And I was like, God, that's, it was so cool. It was so cool. yeah But it just takes time. We've
0: we've done that before uh, my family. And, you know, I think, I think that's a really awesome, perspective on your end and I've been I've been asked this question numerous times Mm -hmm. and and it's come from an assortment of people Mm -hmm. you know not just military not just you know what men and women or what you know kids doesn't matter but the question is how do you stay on the path how do you stay I don't yeah. all the time. How do you work out every day? I don't. Mm-hmm. I struggle with this stuff just as much as you yeah, do. Oh, yeah. And anybody does. I just am vocalizing it. Because if you, and and yeah, maybe we, we struggle less on certain things than others. But I promise you, I struggle more than others on other things.
1: Yes, yeah, it's all relative.
0: And exactly. And and when people say that, like, hey, oh, well, you're you're talking about, working out every day and waking up early yep. and, and you, and you didn't work out today. Well, how can you be preaching that message? message? I'm not trying to say I'm perfect. We are not trying to say we're perfect. <clears throat> yeah. What we are trying to say is that we are just like all of, you know, everyone else. Yeah, We struggle with the same things, but through our friendship and through our, you know, maybe a little bit of our military services helped us out to be able to vocalize these things. And cause guess what? Talking to a, a Colonel mm-hmm. and, and briefing him on a mission statement and route planning and, you know, comms checks and, and all this stuff makes it pretty easy to talk to people. If you've done that, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, okay. You're, you're a, you're a CEO of a company. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like no no issue so we're not trying to say that we're perfect because we're definitely not i know i'm not um, nobody is yeah you have a pretty perfect beard but I, other than that you know I, <laughs> i'm lacking a lot of <laughs> and i'm just trying to put we're we're trying to put the message out that it's okay to slip yeah but if you're consistently slipping in the wrong areas you may need to reevaluate those areas that you're slipping and, and learn how to become mentally tough enough to stop slipping in those areas. Yeah. Cause not everyone's professional power lifters. Not everyone is, you know, entrepreneurs and CEOs, but you only get there by finding your faults and finding the, the, the areas that you struggle in and personally finding them mm-hmm. And and reevaluating them, and saying, "Okay, I'm going to change. Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore." And if you do it, if you do it again the next day, I'm I'm slacking and and get better every day. Yeah, and I'll.
1: It's it's not a it's and the biggest thing, especially with the communication that's out there today, and what you see on on social media, is is either something really terrible or something really good. And if that's, if that's where you spend a lot of your time, all you're seeing uh, are these super awesome things that people are doing. And the, the context that's missing from that is it doesn't happen overnight. It's not a, it's not a super quick thing. It's not an automatic change. That's like, you go to bed and you wake up and you're like, bang, bang. Uber's yeah. super successful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not as fast as an Instagram post, just like this podcast. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're constantly you know, moving and changing and shifting and trying to get better and, and, and trying to change and correct the, the, the problems from the first one and the second one and, right. and everything that we've done is it's not quick and, and being easy on yourself and being nice to yourself and saying, okay, listen, I fucked up today you know that everybody's got that little tiny voice and, and you have that voice because you have overcome hardships in your life of, of some form and another. And that little voice inside your head saying, ah, this doesn't quite measure up to what you can do. I'm right. going to tackle that tomorrow and I'm going to get another crack at it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and man, it, that, that mental toughness, its such a, 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 I think I would say close with this, um, but you have got some awesome points um, and I think better, better points than I've <laughs> had on the show, but um, physical, physical exertion is a, is a very key thing for me. And yeah. may not be for everyone else, but to physically exert myself in, in a, in a way that's difficult for me mm-hmm. makes me, makes my mind, stronger Mm -hmm. and I'm more productive and I'm more this that and the other and having someone that calls you out on it yeah is huge but calling yourself out on it yeah straight up just looking in the mirror and being like yeah did you do enough today Mm -hmm. and being able to say that and when you get that answer back from you which 95% of the time that I ask myself that question it's no you didn't yeah because if you remember on our on our first deployment with our uh, with this one platoon sergeant that we had, we were working out three times a day.
1: Oh yeah, and
0: we were we were in the gym at four. We were, we left the left the barracks at four thirty. We were at the area two gym between five and seven. Mm-hmm. And the and the the good word was you will be in the gym for two hours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't care if you spend thirty of those minutes in the sauna but you will be lifting weights Mm -hmm. and, and physically working out with weights for two hours. And then you're going to do your, you know, we're going to go to work and you're going to, we're going to go through some classes and learn some things and do an obs, you know, whatever. We're going to do our day to day. And when it comes time for lunchtime, we're working out before lunch and, and we're doing some sort of outdoor workouts and, pull-ups and you know shuttle runs buddy carries the whole nine mm-hmm. and then we go you know go to lunch go back to work and at the end of the day we're running eight miles 10 miles whatever
1: yeah yeah and doing
0: and then you, you're you gonna tell me when when i call you and you're like hey man what's up and i'm like oh i'm tired of work eight hours like, oh really <laughs> oh
1: that's cool <laughs> <laughs> that's difficult because yeah. i seem to remember no. when you used to be able to do something else plus eight hours of work yeah. <laughs> But one thing I want to touch on, man, is, is especially right now. And, you know, we're talking about years ago, but, you know, fast forward to right now. And if there is a time and the reason why we're hammering this, this, you know, physical exertion piece, and and it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's something that gets your heartbeat on. But right now with what's going on, having a strong cardiovascular system. Having a strong body creates a strong immune system and that strong immune system is going to really help you out, especially during this time. And the benefit is twofold because there is no argument in the scientific community about the benefits on your mental health from exercise, be it whatever. There's no, there's no, oh, this could be true. No, it is motherfucker. It is true. (laughs) And and with all of this stuff that you're reading on the news or or seeing on social media, no matter what, Oh, 50,000 plus people have died. Well, Holy crap. That is, that is a, that, that can induce panic, anxiety, nightmares, not sleeping, all of this stuff. And one of the best ways to, you know, alleviate this problem is getting some physical exercise and getting that anxiety out. And I know yeah. it doesn't matter whether I'm jacking weights, um, outside, you know, cutting down trees, stacking firewood, just doing something with my hands that 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 requires this physical exercise. There's points where I get pissed off, you know, like, yeah. like, God damn it, this 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 with what's going on, people are getting sick and dying, and I'm getting mad, and I'm I, you know I'm feeling that anxiety, I'm I'm feeling that kind of just this jittery feeling of, of cabin fever mixed with everything and call it
0: stress. Maybe. Yeah. just call it
1: stress. I'm feeling the stress and I'm going to get pissed off and I'm going to take it out on, on this, on this physical exercise and you're getting it out of your system. And that's so yeah. important. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. And, and. To a rope background of what you said about your kid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and, and showing that it's like, wow, dad's tough. It's a healthy way to do tough, it. Tough, yeah. I want to be tough like dad. Yep. I want to be tough like mom. Yep. Or I want to. I want to be tough like the neighbor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: You see the see the neighbor out there, jack and weights, flipping tires, or, or, or whatever. You don't even have to be doing any of that. Mm-hmm. You could be out there, you know, playing with your kids. Yep. You could be and getting them off of the TV and you off of the, get them off the video off of the, games, the iPad. The <laughs> games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Nine times out of ten. And if someone tells me if I you know, and again I don't have kids, so I can't say, well, if you ask your kid this, yeah, you know, yeah. well, you don't have any kids, so you can't say that. <laughs> but I guarantee you, if my buddy calls me or a friend of mine calls me and says, "Hey, uh, we're we're hanging out outside," just yeah. that alone, I'd be like, "I'm on my way." Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> somebody somebody knocks on my door and they want to stay outside, not come in. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, well, let's go, uh, let's go walk around, let's go," you know sink a line in the water over there yeah i could i could have the most informative show on tv and i'll completely forget about it yep and i think it's really important for kids and for people that may struggle with with doing things that are um physically uh difficult um a lot of you know maybe if you struggle with your weight or if you struggle with eating habits getting outside has never felt bad yeah you know it, it, it's you're getting out there and whether you're just walking around and doing something getting out of the home that you're restricted to right now
1: is a big part of freeing your as mind. long as you're doing it safely yeah <laughs> social distancing maintain yeah, those yeah. standards
0: yeah god damn well, it if you think about the way we we grew up with a, a piece of plywood
1: yeah we didn't have an on, ipad we had an ice stick yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you had a piece of plywood with a bunch of cinder blocks that you made a bicycle ramp out of. Oh, yeah. You learned physics and, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 you're, and you're, you're getting a one-block head start. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as fast as you could go down the hill and hit this ramp. And by the way, the ramp is on the road, which is concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, asphalt. You you learn pretty quick that maybe I should stay inside. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, getting back to that point, man, that excuse that I just use of I didn't have an iPad, I had an stick. And yeah. you know, being in the age group that 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 we're in, and people that are older, you know, they didn't grow up with with the the access to video games that, that the kids have now with, with, I mean, my daughter has, I mean, more electronic interfaces to to mess with than anything. And she's probably know,
0: got her own a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know about
1: it. I got seven in, in spit and spitting knowledge, but um, the point that I'm trying to make is, yeah, they, they have these things and they're great and they're learning about technology, which is where the world's heading and blah, 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 blah. But to sit back and say, Oh, well, when I was a kid, I did, I did this. And I didn't yeah. have all this technology and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? You can't, you can't put, you know, you can't close Pandora's box. It's open. It's here. Yeah. So we have to adjust what we're doing and then, and, and, and shift our focus. And to myself, I was like, well, you know, maybe she just needs to be led. Right. Into these outdoor activities. Maybe she needs to be shown that. And really leaning into that hard has, you know, developed our relationship and it's kind of changed my perspective on on how to interact with her and 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 maybe not be so judgmental of, of the generations coming, you know, after me, because I know that's something that I hear from every generation that the ones before are fucking lazy. Yeah. And and one of the examples I'd like to use was, you know, where I live in the Poconos isn't too far from Bethlehem and down there is where they produced the steel that built most of New York city, the skyline, all the high rises, all of that stuff, you know, back in the day That's crazy. and both being fabricators, both being welders, these guys were on top. And I know everybody's, you know, a lot, maybe a lot of people have seen it. Maybe nobody's seen it, but there's, there's a bunch of dudes from back in the day, eating lunch on an I-beam, fucking 60 stories above and the way that it worked back then was literally you know a lot of people didn't have jobs and these guys would go up there and they'd be building and somebody would get hurt somebody'd fall people died to build that shit and there was people underneath waiting to take their spot (laughs) (laughs) waiting for desire to work yeah put me in coach i'll i don't care safety lines no factor i'm gonna climb on this motherfucker and, and eat my lunch that high up like just getting just flat out getting after it and whatever excuse that you could conjure up imagine telling that guy on an i-beam 80, 80 floors up going oh i didn't feel like getting out of bed this morning he'd probably throw his coffee cup at you yeah. <laughs> and knock you off. you off yeah or
0: just push you <laughs> off and be like next somebody up next here guy, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah That's 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 a really good story man that's um and it kind of reassure everyone again, even though I already said it. I, I'm not always, you know, who I want to be and, and do the things that I should be doing and we're not saying that we're perfect. No, no, no. But coming up with that, you know coming up with that um that plan to get better. I just broke
1: my chair. Up, <laughs> damn it. Maybe you should go exercise. You know yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just bought this stool and I broke it. All right. well done. Um But yeah, we're not perfect. But having someone tell you that, hey, that encouragement and and, hey, get out, just get out of the house. Maybe you're in, you're maybe you're a, you're in better shape than any of us, which is a huge possibility,
1: (laughs) definitely. (laughs) You know, but
0: you know, just being honest with yourself is very big right now. Mm -hmm. And with the time that we uh, that we both have, fortunately for me, I'm still working, but. with the time that we have after work or, or whatever, being honest with yourself and hunkering down and and pulling through that monotonous workout where it's hot as shit outside in Florida or even, it's even cold, you know, whatever. But pushing through those really difficult times while this country and while this world is in a difficult time is, is even harder. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for you to to go physically exert yourself because there's no gym
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're not allowed to leave the house. OK, mm-hmm. how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. And, how you know, you, you want one example? Go ahead and do 50 burpees.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's you you want to complain that, you know, <laughs> I did it the other day. I was like, I'm tired of lifting this kettlebell. I've got yeah. one kettlebell, 35 uh, inch tire that I ripped off my truck when I changed my tires, you know, jump rope and some resistance bands, but I did not really have a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm tired. I told myself, I was like, I'm tired of doing that. I'm not even going to work out. I don't even feel like lifting that damn kettlebell again. Yeah. And, and I was like, I'm not getting a good enough workout cause it takes too long cause it's not heavy enough. And, <laughs> and that, that, that little voice in the back of my head came up and was like, Oh really? You want to do, <laughs> do something hard?
1: Check this out,
0: and the burpees showed up in my brain, and I was like, "Oh, I hate when I do this because I instantly have to challenge myself." Like, okay, you know, do fifty burpees without stopping. Tell me Mm -hmm. if you can do it, and if you can do it, hey, more power to you. But it's it's the challenging challenging yourself to be mentally stronger than you than you were when you had that weak thought
1: yeah When you
0: had that thought process that said oh i don't want to do this or or oh it's it's not the gym go go work out in 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 a farm area you know out in the out in the midwest where you you know or or the mountains or whatever where gyms aren't very close
1: yeah or go put in a go put in a day of work with one of those guys and see how your body feels (laughs) you go pitch hay bales for For all day. And and let me know how you're – what kind of pump did you get in your shoulders, motherfucker? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's be honest with ourselves. And when we have those those honest thoughts of Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this, instantly just telling yourself I'm going to do it right now. Because that monotonous workout, that thing that you're getting tired of doing, that is – that is forcing your mind to be stronger because you're doing something you don't want to do. You yep. you're doing something that you're tired of doing and you're, you're pushing yourself towards, uh, here's, here's one. You're pushing yourself towards the fray, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think we, I think we hammered on that, um, pretty good.
1: and, and, yeah, you kind of beat that nail and, and, and kind of following suit with what we did the last podcast, there's a, there's I'm a, excited. there's a, there's a medal of honor citation that um, first I'm, I'm going to start off with a quote that both of us know very well, and I'm going to alter it a little bit just for our listeners because they're, they're various, but it's, it's, it's the fact that hard times don't last, but hard men and women do. And one of the inspirations that I have for, for being, you know, mentally tough and being, being hard, and and what I do comes from, you know, it, it, I remember the first time I heard this Medal of Honor, Honor citation, and that was in boot camp. And this, and, and every every single, if you get a Medal of Honor, you're you're a hard motherfucker. But <laughs> this guy, this guy, always just stood out in my mind. So. This is a, the Congressional Medal of Honor citation for John Bassalone. For extraordinary heroism and conspicuous gallantry in action against Japanese forces above and beyond the call of duty while serving with the 1st Battalion, 7th Marines, 1st Marine Division in the Lunga area, Guadalcanal, Solomon Islands on October 24th and 25th, 1942. While the enemy was hammering at the Marines' defensive positions, Sergeant Bassalone, in charge of two sections of heavy machine guns, fought valiantly to check the savage and determined assault in a fierce frontal attack with the japanese blasting his guns with grenades and mortar fire one of sergeant Basilone's sections with its gun crews was put out of action leaving only two men able to carry on moving an extra gun into position he placed it in action then under continual fire repaired another and personally manned it gallantly holding his line until replacements arrived A little later, with ammunition critically low and the supply lines cut off, Sergeant Bassalone, at great risk of his life and in the face of continued enemy enemy attack, battled his way through hostile lines with urgently needed shells for his gunners, thereby contributing in a large measure to the virtual annihilation of a Japanese regiment. His great personal valor and courageous initiative were in keeping with the highest traditions of the United States Naval Service, Franklin D. Roosevelt president of the united states whoa yeah yep and on that note we're gonna go ahead and get out of here yeah, man. and uh i love you buddy and i can't wait to do the next one
0: love you too man and we will see you guys on the next